Hi. How are you? Not too bad in yourself. With all due respect, let's get the small talk. Welcome to Let's Give the Small Talk, a podcast show where we talk about it all, one topic at a time. I'm your host, Tyconis Allison. With that being said, ready, set, stimulate. Let's give the small talk. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to episode 41 of Let's Give the Small Talk. Today is going to be a very special episode because today we'll be discussing the important topic of being true to yourself. This discussion topic was inspired by the novel I just finished reading. You guys remember, I recommended that you read The Vanishing Half. Well, I just finished it. And I hope you did too, because it was a tremendous novel. And the author had a story to tell. Once again, this topic discussion is inspired by the novel, The Vanishing Half by Britt Bennett. So I'm going to give you a recap to catch you up to speed. Then we'll dive deep going beyond the book. Before we go deep, though, let's talk about the podcast. If you tuned into the previous episode, you know that the podcast has been official for three months now with a total of 41 episodes, including this one, of course, and over 1,200 downloads across 16 different countries. I am a host of things. I am happy, I am grateful, and I am motivated. But most importantly, I am proud. 90 days ago, I set a goal. That goal was to prove to myself that I can do this. This right here, that I can produce, create, and publish three quality episodes a week for the first 12 weeks, every Monday, every Wednesday, every Friday. I put myself on a 90-day probationary period, the same way our jobs do, because I take this as serious as a job. For once in my life, for once, I am finally doing something that matters. I am finally living my dream. You know, it's easy to get started. We start and stop things all the time. But this time, this time I was determined to start and I am motivated to never end. I love what I'm doing. I love nurturing the podcast each and every day. I love watching it grow. But here's one thing about success, guys. Success is a shared effort. There is no way in this world that this platform would be where it is today without the help of a ton of people. This is not a one-person show, okay? I want to take the time out to personally thank Alicia, my rock, my progression partner, the love of my life, my life partner, and soon-to-be wife. You have helped me in ways you know, in many ways you may not ever be aware of. Thank you. I love you, and I appreciate you. 
I would also like to thank my good brother Malcolm. My guy. You're the truth, man. And everyone knows it. Thank you for giving me the game and always being there when I need you. Iron sharpens iron. So thank you, my brother, for keeping me sharp. I can keep going on and on, guys. I can literally list 36 people right now to you who have contributed to the growth of this podcast, but we have some other things to discuss. So I would like to thank everyone that is currently listening right now. Thank you. And I would like to thank everyone who has ever listened to a single episode. Thank you. Thank you for making my dreams come true. Thank you for all of the text messages, phone calls, DMs, full of thoughtful words, topic ideas, segment ideas, all the deep conversations that these episodes have spawned. Thank you, and I appreciate you more than you will ever know. Also, I can tell that you guys have been sending the episode links to various people in your phones, like I've been asking. Thank you for doing that. It has been helping. Thank you for sharing them, and please continue supporting the podcast by doing so. Once again, thank you. Okay, let's jump into our first segment. Score. Goal season is here. I repeat, goal season is here. I must begin with a very special shout out to Charity. Goal! Congratulations, Charity. You have scored. You have accomplished your goal. You have found your passion. Like I said yesterday to you, Thank you for making yourself a priority, Charity, which is necessary when trying to find your passion. You made time for yourself to figure out all the things you didn't like or enjoy and discovered the things you did. You are very talented. I love the artwork that you shared with me. And I heard, I heard you can chef it up in the kitchen, painting and cooking. I'm glad that you found your passions. Everyone, please give Charity a round of applause. I've been saying this from the top of the year. All year, we will be celebrating and congratulating each other as we check our goals off. I can't wait to celebrate with the next person. Goal seekers, let's keep on stepping. One team, one dream. It's not a motto. It's a mentality. And remember, consistency never fails. With that being said, let's dive into our main topic. Once again, this episode is titled True to Self, which is inspired by the novel The Vanishing Half, written by Britt Bennett. Okay, if you haven't read the book, well, let me catch you up to speed. In the novel, there are two twin sisters named Desiree and Stella. It was in the 1950s, and they were living in Mallard, Louisiana. Let me tell you something mighty interesting about the town of Mallard, which was actually founded by the twin girls' great-great-great-grandfather, Alphonse. Alphonse was born very light-skinned. As a child, his mother hated his lightness, 
and she shoved him under the sun and begged him to darken. As he got older, he dreamed to live in a town for men like him. Men who would never be accepted as white, but refused to be treated like Negroes. So he wanted a third place. Alphonse married a mulatto even lighter than himself. When his wife was pregnant with their first child, he imagined his children's children's children even lighter, like a cup of coffee steadily diluted with cream. In his mind, a more perfect Negro. Each generation lighter than the one before. And that just so happened. The twin girls, Desiree and Stella, has creamy skin, hazel eyes, and wavy hair. At the age of 16, the twins, they had enough of life in Mallard. They wanted to see what else the world had to offer. So they ran away. They ran away from home to the city of New Orleans. Great place, by the way. Some of the most delicious food I've ever had in my life was from New Orleans. Here's where the story takes a major turn. After being in New Orleans for a little while, Stella lost her job at the laundromat and decided to apply to a job as a receptionist. But here's the thing. It was a white-only job. See, in the past, Stella got away here and there as passing as white. Well, she wanted to do it again. And guess what? Stella got the job, guys. Stella got the job. She passed as white and Stella never looked back. She moved out of the apartment without telling Desiree. And all she left was a note behind. As you can imagine, Desiree was crushed. Out of the blue, her twin sister vanished. That is where I would like our discussion to begin. Being true to self. I would like to ask you a few questions. Have you ever wanted to be someone else? Have you ever thought that you weren't good enough? Have you ever pretended to be someone you wasn't? If so, why? What happened? Were you pressured to change? Were you influenced by someone you admired? Or were you just not happy with yourself? Being true to self is something that many of us struggle with, some on a larger scale than others, whether it's trying to fit in with a certain crew or making changes to your body because you want to look similar to your favorite celebrity. It could be a number of reasons that could deter you from your uniqueness. In Stella's case, she said that she wanted to be white so she could be free. Hmm, which to some could be understandable, especially if you wasn't white. But you will soon find out if you read the rest of the book that Stella gained her white privilege, but she sacrificed her individuality. 
in so many words. Let me just say that one more time for the people in the back. Stella gained her white privilege, but she sacrificed her individuality. So what do you take away from that when you sacrifice your individuality? I want you guys to think about that. I want you to answer that to yourself. What does that mean to you? If you were to sacrifice your individuality. Okay. She had to exile herself from her past and live constantly looking over her shoulder and telling lies upon lies because we all know the saying. Once you tell one lie, you have to tell another lie to keep up with the previous lie. In the quest of liberty, freedom, she became cold, distant, and lonely. She was too afraid to get close to anyone because they may find out her secret. That she was a black woman pretending to be white. An African-American woman pretending to be Caucasian. She got married. She even had a child. And she kept her fingers crossed the entire time because genes don't play. They're going to come through. But her daughter named Kennedy came out with blonde hair and blue eyes. So... It uh it worked out for her and her husband. Her secret was able to remain concealed. Stella got everything she thought she wanted, but she was never truly fulfilled inside. Once again, get the book if you haven't gotten it yet, because this is a good story. And this is only one storyline amongst five. There's plenty of other storylines with plenty of other characters, but I, I wanted to talk about this today because this, this was near and dear to my heart. This broke my heart. It really did. It was disheartening because can you imagine? Can you imagine living a lie? Do you know how stressful that is? Ha. I can't even fathom the idea of pretending to be someone that I'm not. But Stella did it. Stella did it for the rest of her life. Here's the thing, guys. Nothing externally can fix your internal wounds. A band-aid cannot seal a broken heart. Was Stella wrong? Man, who's to say? We all have our secrets, some bigger than others. So we're not here to point fingers or judge anybody. Nobody's perfect. But what I took away from Stella is that, one, the grass isn't always greener on the other side. Once again, read the book and you'll see exactly what I mean by that. And... Number two, the importance of self-love. And come on, guys. 
you know, you know why I chose this storyline to talk about today. Because you know how much self-love means to me. It's, it's one of the missions that I am here to carry out. It's one of the messages that I'm here to spread, which is what I'm here doing. Self-love is the first love. And I just want to say that one more time, and I want to say it slower because that's just how much I mean it. Self-love is the first love. Listen, we're all different. Some are tall, some are short. Some are big, some are small. Some are African-American, some are Caucasian. Some are Catholic, some are Baptist. Some have higher IQs than the others. What I'm trying to say is this, guys. We were created to be different. It's our differences that makes us special. It's our individuality that makes us stand out amongst the other 7.674 billion people here on earth. Being true to you It's not always easy. I know. Trust me. Because we're social beings. I get it. We're influenced by people around us each and every day all the time. It's not hard to get caught up. It's not hard to lose yourself amongst a sea of others. But being true to you is not only the best thing you can do for yourself, but it will also give you a peace of mind. Because pretending to be something you're not is exhausting. We all know that. Come on. So please love what makes you different from the other 7 billion people in this world. Because only you can be you. And you are special. Don't ever forget that. Okay? You are special. As you are. All right. Let's jump into our next segment. Have a treat. Treats, everyone. Get your treats. As you know, each and every episode, I recommend something to read, something to watch, And something to do. Because you deserve to be treated. And you must. You must treat yourself. Now, I haven't said it in a while. But I want to remind everyone what I mean by that. There's 24 hours in a day. Find some time to slice out a piece of the pie for yourself. Because it's necessary. Five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, one hour, whatever it is, find some time to slice a piece of your own pie for yourself. Not only will it be beneficial to you, but it will be beneficial to everybody around you because it will keep you from going insane. I mean that. I've been there. I've done that. You have been there. You have done that. Let's make new mistakes. 
Let's make new mistakes. Okay. All right. Something to watch. Guys, I recommend a series on Netflix called Hatchy. That's right. Hatchy. This is a series that takes place in Spain. And I want to say this is probably in the 70s or 80s. That's what it looks like based off the way people are dressed and so forth. It's definitely not taking place today. Okay, let me tell you a little bit about Hatchie because I I don't want to ruin it. But it's a lady who is trying to get her husband out of jail. And so she is a, a prostitute. She's a prostitute. And... One day she robs this guy and as she's running from this guy, she lands in this club and the guy catches up with her and he like hits her and so forth. So everyone in the club is looking at her. So the club owner takes her to the back, cleans her up, you know, and so forth and asks her, what, what's going on? And uh, why'd you rob the guy? What happened? So she tells him everything that happened. And this guy immediately takes a liking to her. Like instantly, and the two haven't left each other's side yet. They have this lusty relationship going on where the guy's also, oh, I forgot to mention, he's a kingpin. So she is learning about the drug game, and he is banking on her as a confidant. And it's crazy, you know, as you can imagine, drugs sex and corruption, you know, against the uh, Spain government. Everybody's in on it. And uh, the one lone good detective who isn't is uh, is having a tough time taking down the bad guys. Listen, it's very interesting. This television series has the it factor. You know what I mean by that? It has the it factor, just like Lupin. It has the it factor. You guys check it out. Hatchy on Netflix. Okay, now for something to read. Well, guys, I really enjoyed Britt Bennett. So as you know, I had to see what else she wrote. And Britt Bennett actually wrote a novel titled The Mothers. That was her debut novel, The Mothers. I recommend you to check it out. The Mothers by Britt Bennett, I want to read the blurb to you because I'm definitely adding this book to my list. Remember, guys, I'm on a quest to read 25 books in one year. Right now, I am on book number six. Okay, The Mothers. Living in Southern California, 17-year-old Nadia, grieving her mother's suicide, becomes pregnant by her boyfriend Luke, a local pastor's son. She has an abortion and leaves her hometown to attend University of Michigan. Years later, her Christian friend Aubrey begins dating and then marries Luke. In her adulthood, Nadia has to return to her hometown for a family emergency and reckon with her past. Mmm. I like the sound of that. I like the sound of that. And you know what? I am actually going to purchase two copies of The Mothers right now. One for me and one for Alicia. We're going to check that out. The Mothers by Britt Bennett. You check it out as well. 
Once again, you can read The Vanishing Half if you haven't already. And if you have, then join me in reading The Mothers. Okay, now for something to do. You know what I want you to do? I want you to go to your nearest mirror right now. Go to the nearest mirror in your house. I'll give you a second. Okay. Now that you're standing in front of the mirror, I want you to repeat after me. I love myself. I am special. I am here for a reason. Okay. Good. And if you want, you can say it twice. I love myself. I am special. I am here for a reason. Okay. Once again, this episode is titled True to Self. I hope you guys enjoyed it. If you did, then by all means, please support the podcast by sharing this episode link with one person in your phone. Just text them the link. If you think somebody can benefit from this message, please send it to them. I deeply appreciate it. Thank you in advance. Before you leave, I want to leave you with this quote. Be proud of who you are and not ashamed of how everyone else sees you. Thank you.